Big idea number one. Our species, Homo sapiens, was once just one of several human species and was not particularly dominant among large mammals. Harari tells us from the very beginning of the book that one of the most important things to keep in mind about our prehistoric human ancestors is that they were relatively insignificant. In fact, prehistoric humans didn't have any more of an impact on their environment than jellyfish or gorillas. So, how the heck did we evolve into where we are today? The species Homo sapiens is one of the genus Homo, of which there were once a number of other species all now extinct, many of which existed simultaneously here on Earth. These other human species evolved just as we did from a common ancestor. Humans, and in particular sapiens, first differentiated from other mammalian species by developing very large brains, which take a lot of energy to fuel. Humans were also different in that they walked upright on two legs. These two physical factors contributed heavily to the development of humankind's unique social abilities as well as its problems, including the relatively premature birth of offspring compared to other animals and, as a result, the long period of time they must stay under the care of adults before they can become independent, which has meant a very long period of socialization of the young. Now, the need to support such a large brain and cranial cavity to house it left sapiens relatively weak physically compared with other large mammals. Up until 70,000 years ago, the human species, including sapiens, remained somewhere in the middle of the food chain as both predator and prey, with no dominion or significant advantage over other animals. What they lacked in domination, however, they made up for in leisure and ease of life, as the work of gathering food did not generally consume the entire day. Although sapiens were spread over a large area of the Eurasian landmass, they were spread very thinly, in small bands that were isolated and independent. Women nursed each new baby for a few years and therefore would take measures to prevent having a new baby before one was at least three years old. Childhood mortality rates were low as there were almost no childhood diseases to speak of back then and infectious diseases in general were also rare. The secret of sapiens' success was their varied diet. They ate all sorts of different foods. They foraged not only for food but for knowledge about the growth cycles and locations of various food sources. For bands to survive back then, and individual sapiens needed to have an extraordinary range of personal knowledge and skills as well as physical prowess. Big idea number two. Although sapiens has not evolved biologically for 100,000 years, it began a radical process of social revolution around 70,000 years ago in what is known today as the Cognitive Revolution, a social development that enabled sapiens to spread across the world and achieve biological domination. Quote, sapiens can cooperate in extremely flexible ways with countless numbers of strangers. That's why sapiens rule the world. 
whereas ants eat our leftovers and chimps are locked up in zoos and research laboratories. Unquote. At some point, sapiens began a rapid and ever-accelerating ascent to biological domination, aided by the development of large brains, a very long period of socialization for the young, and a complex language system capable of an infinite range of expressions. Sapiens, through their ability to imagine both individually and collectively, developed sets of shared stories, myths, and beliefs that helped them organize and cooperate more effectively and in larger numbers. 